This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on 94.1 KBXL Radio. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And in the studio this morning is our co-host and uh, director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Boise in Ada County, Pablo Moreno. Good morning, Ken. It's always good to be on the radio with you, Pablo. Always fun. Well, folks, our, our, uh, our guest today is a special guest from all the way from Caldwell, Idaho. He's the police chief over there and former coach over there, Frank Wyatt. Frank, it's great to have you here in the studio with us this morning. Well, thanks, Ken. It's great to be here. Well, we're excited to visit with you, Frank, and uh, just to hear what God's been doing in your life. And uh, uh, But before we get there, we want to thank our sponsors, and we just, uh, we're just thankful to the Lord for, for these folks that uh, sponsor the Harvard Athlete and uh, support the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And uh, first off is Jim's Well Drilling. Uh, Jim, both here in the Boise area and McCall, if you have a piece of property and, and that you've purchased and you need to get a well on there or uh, you've, uh, you've got uh, some issues with your well and you need some, need some help with that, uh, Jim is a, just a great man of God and does incredible work and uh, he'll do a great job for you. So we appreciate Jim's, Jim's work. And then also Holland Associates, uh, former Boise State coach uh, Skip Hall, uh, football coach there at Boise State, uh, back in the late 80s and early 90s, and uh, his uh, 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 wealth management and investment planning business here in Boise. We appreciate their support, not only of this radio show and KBXL, but also the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And also Mike Verdon Auto and RV Sales there in Meridian, uh, near the intersection just west there on Fairview uh, in Eagle. And um, just a a great man of God as well, and uh, he... uh, uh, former quarterback himself at Boise State, and uh, appreciate Mike's support. And uh, now he's the new uh, head uh, football coach at Meridian High, and uh, will be starting off this this spring and, and summer and fall there back at Meridian High. And then also Awakenings Coffee House on the northwest corner of uh, Overland and Five Mile, and we appreciate their support of uh, this program. And uh, it's a great place, isn't it, Pablo? We've met over there many times. Yeah, great little place to hang out. And- some work yep they got some great snacks and great coffee over there so go check that out and tell them you've been listening to the heart of the athletes so well frank uh it's great to have you in the studio and uh you've been uh you've been here in the in the valley in the treasure valley uh you you, you first came here as a as an athlete right and back what, what year was that when you came to idaho i did i'm originally from san diego uh, played high school junior college down there some scout team stuff like that with baseball um had a couple surgeries and kind of slowed my baseball career down a little bit. And uh, playing with the San Diego Stars, uh, somehow, some way, the College of Idaho had seen me in a the World Series tournament. And uh, anyways, got offered to come up here back in 89 and came up, played a couple years. Arm got real sore again and thought, what in the world am I going to do now? Uh, tested at the Caldwell Police Department, and here I am still. <laughs> <laughs> the chief of police. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. So what position did you play back in in college and high school? In high school, uh, third base and pitched, and then junior college, uh, moved to shortstop and pitched. And then when I came up here to the College of Idaho, uh, pitching was where I really excelled. A little live fastball and the curve that could drop a little bit. So Mm -hmm. that's where I stayed. That's where I had the most success. Um, And so that's kind of where I ended my career pitching. Uh Uh-huh. 
What, how, how did you guys do back then? What, how was the C of I You know, baseball the program, program had gone away, I think, in the uh, mid-'80s at the College of Idaho, and they had brought it back in the late-'80s. Uh, and so it probably been back in, um, back in the program maybe uh, four or five years by the time I'd gotten up here. So the program was just really starting to take off again. Um, and we had some good years uh, back then. So uh-huh. um, I know recently, you know, and I think it was in the 2000s, late 90s, they went to the World Series and right. won that. So they've had success, you know, guys getting drafted, going to the pros, mm-hmm. playing minor league baseball and some success over there. So pretty neat. Yeah. What other sports did you do growing up there in San Diego? You know, I tried my hand at football a little bit. Probably wasn't my biggest gift. Uh, probably more because of uh, my arm. Uh, they tried to want to make me a quarterback, but that didn't work <laughs> out so well. You have to have more skills than just an arm. And uh, basketball was probably my second. Um, enjoyed that quite a bit. But like I said, baseball, I just was having a lot of success. And so I thought, you know, down in San Diego, you could play baseball all year round. And that's what I did. So I just stuck with it. Right. Wow, that's great. And so and so you ended up staying in Caldwell after you graduated there at the C of I. Right, right, yeah. So uh, I had a friend that actually, he was a baseball player too. He got on the uh, Caldwell Police Department. And I had always thought, man, this is kind of neat. I want to check this out. And so I did a ride along, and it was kind of a bug that just got me. And I just found such a passion to want to do that. I always thought police officers were pretty neat. Um, I liked the idea of it, um, the uniform, the teamwork, the camaraderie. It was kind of similar to playing sports you know what i was seeing uh the backup they had for each other and so um when my arm hurt so bad and i couldn't play anymore i decided to uh, start testing and actually i was testing down in san diego i wanted to go back home where it was warm um i'd never seen it snow before and so it's that cold that made you sore (laughs) oh i'm telling you i wasn't used to it and then i got on the police department um and just one thing led to another it just it took off in a career and um I know that God's had his hand in it, obviously, because yeah. I'm not a rocket scientist, and it's not me who, who got me here. Right. Well, and then you were able, with your schedule there at the police department, able to, to do some coaching in the Caldwell area, uh, both at Valley View and um, at Caldwell High. Tell us a little bit about that in terms of what you what your role was there at Valley View. You know, the funny part is, is uh, when Valley View High School moved into the city, we have school resource officers. So I had gone out there and... Um, Again, one thing led to another. Uh, I just loved working with the uh, high school age students, uh, helped them out with clubs, and then I started coaching a little bit of basketball, JV, <laughs> and then the baseball team needed some help, um, so I became their pitching coach. Um, and so doing that through the years and building a relationship with the kids was incredible. And then uh, the cool part was in 2001 when I left, I got promoted to sergeant. And so I had to leave the school and go back and work the road, but uh, we were able to win the uh, Idaho State Championship that year. So For the Falcons. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, and then it, it kind of took off from there. My kids were getting a little bit older, had two daughters, uh, no boys, and so they started to play t-ball and coach pitch. And then that was kind of like, okay, where do I go from here? Do I go baseball? Or is that where they're going to go? And I thought, well, there's not much of a, a chance they're going to do anything or go play high school that way. And they just uh, kind of took off in softball, so I had to switch gears and go from baseball. Um, did a lot of video researching. <laughs> How do you throw underhand? How do you pitch? Um, and it was so close together, um, but it was it was a new challenge for me. Mm-hmm. And so we had started um, 
playing just league. And then you started to see all these other kids playing travel ball all over the place. And I thought, there's a lot of kids over in Caldwell area, the western end of the valley, that aren't getting the chance to play um, with the elite teams um, over in the Boise area because there were so many kids. And so we started a little program called the Caldwell Chargers and ended up starting with one team. Um, by the time it was done, we had five different teams of five different ages. And wow. A lot of kids in the western end got to play a little travel ball wow. at that a higher so level. That is so cool. So a lot of fun. Yeah. And so your daughters then moved up, and then that's how we met was your was Kylie that was playing softball at Cobble High at the right, time. Right, right. Yeah, actually my oldest daughter – um, I went and watched her, obviously, uh, at the high school, and she was pitching, and they didn't really know how to work with her, and so they would talk to me through the fence. And then one thing <laughs> led to another. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it started. So I was given signs for them out in the stands for my daughter, and then exactly the coaches said, hey, why don't you just come inside? And so then I started volunteering, and then they put me on staff, and then eventually uh, they just asked me to take over the program um, as they were – uh, leaving to do other things and so able to coach both my kids that way was oh. absolutely a blessing incredible to be there every day with them um, and then my youngest Kylie she just had a heart for other people and she wanted to do something in the sports world and she uh, asked me about it we talked about FCA and she wanted to know how to get that started. And then, so I started researching and helping her and that's where you and I came in contact. Yeah, those are some, some great days. Yeah. And just to see Kylie get excited and you get excited because you get to help be the advisor and uh, just minister there on campus to right. other athletes and, and a, lot of, a lot of gals there, which was really cool and other you know, teammates. And uh, so that was, that, was, that was great to see just her light up you know as as you know and to to be a light on that campus for jesus right yeah you know the cool part too was it wasn't so much i mean it was part of her journey where she got to do something that impacted her but sometimes when you you do these things of leaps of faith the it the results of that years later were other kids coming to me and saying can we pray down at the end you know at the down the uh the foul line um hey i had was talking to a girl today about going to church you know those type of things and so what she started just as this little thing that you know maybe it didn't take off where we had a ton of people it still had an impact and left a seed yeah. to be cultivated by other people yeah and if she didn't i mean and she needed an advisor so she had you the coach her father but i mean that was so important to that, that you guys could do that together and how fun that was All right, uh, right, for yeah. you guys to journey through that. Yeah, for those who are listening, um, FCA has the, has the privilege to work with coaches and teachers and students to help start, uh, we, call, we call them huddles in the schools, or basically Bible studies that are led by students and um, help, you know, facilitated by the teachers, but really neat to see students like your daughter have a heart. I want to do more than just go to school. I want to do more than just play ball. And then how you're able to point her to Canon, and uh, so that's for those of you who are listening. That's what um, FCA gets the opportunity to do is help students um, shine shine their light for Christ on their campus, on their sport teams. And um, similar thing happened in Vail High School, and uh, that's where I'm from, Vail High School. And um, when I heard about Canon FCA, I was like, man, I want to see this happen in my hometown because it's, it's it's amazing bringing sports plus Jesus making a great impact, you know. Right. And it took a few years out there in Vail. But found a, a coach, Ryan, now on staff, yeah, he was on staff and my brother when he became a, a junior in high school. 
I recruited him to help be the the student to help start it. So it's, it's a great, great tool to bring to campuses. Well, Frank, how did you, um, and you know, you, you got to share with us how you came to Idaho through baseball and College of Idaho, but how did you meet the Lord, and, and uh, how did all that take place in your life? You know, I, I met the Lord at a young age. Um, I grew up in a, in a Christian family, if you want to say, uh, going to church young. Uh, you know, and I think the more impacting that I always used to think about myself is <clears throat> if you grow up in a Christian family, um, you knew the Lord, and so you've had this perfect life all the way through. And I'd always hear other people talk about their testimony, you know, and it was maybe drugs or alcohol or something super impact. And you're thinking, man, I wish I had a story like that. Come on, I don't have a story like yeah. that. Mine seems so plain and blah, but through the years, and I think it's evident as you see in the Bible, uh, in Israel, the ups and downs of God's people. Uh, I need you, I want you, I, I've had you, so now I move on, I can do it myself. And I think, you know, part of my story is just that. It's, um, and I think it probably resonates with more people than the drug story and the alcohol story is maybe I did grow up in a Christian family um, and had those times of highs and lows, that roller coaster and up and down and different things that happened in my life. I think, you know, it's kind of like a, uh, um, you're not a master of anything, but you've had so many different ups and downs in your life that you can share with so many different people. And so um, in my own life, I mean, it, through sports, you get caught up into the activity of other students, athletes, uh, wanting to fit in, um, yeah. following them, going down the wrong path. Um, and then you come back to the Lord. And then as you go through life, you know, it's another season of a choice you made, a slow fade. Um, and that's something that uh, I think I probably have more impact with men now is I can speak to the different highs and lows of my life. And so even though you come to a Christian as a young person and you don't have that dynamic story, your story, your life, and your journey is something that God has allowed and will bring, beauty, uh, bring the beauty from that you're going to be able to share to other men. And, and I tell you, I've had more impact with just my own ups and downs of my life then I've had a one big giant store that I can try and share with somebody right. because that only affects one person. And, and I think God uses that, you know, whether it's a gang member or somebody who's hooked on drugs, I think that affects those people. But there's a lot of us out there that just have struggles in our life and you went up and down through the years and it's impacting to other people. Right. Well, folks, if you're just joining us right now, we're visiting this morning here on Heart of the Athlete with uh, police chief over in Caldwell. Frank Wyatt, and uh, he's former uh, baseball and softball coach at Valley View and Caldwell High School. And uh, so, um, well, Frank, um, you know, being a Christian and being a police officer, and then you, you share with us your your journey of coaching. And how how did Christ help you being that being a police officer, and then also then getting involved in coaching? Um, how was that? Um, how how did Jesus help you do that on a, on a daily basis? You know, um, I think that every part of your life, everybody, the ups and downs, that's part of who you are and who you're becoming that God uses. Um, I think that my big athletic part of my life was he gave me something in my heart for other people, and it's that team concept. It's that uh, building culture. It's uh, taking care of each other. And police work is very similar to sports. 
you come together as a team, you have each other's back, you support each other. And when I became chief, that was something I really wanted to drive was that culture. I think culture eats strategy every day for breakfast. Because um, if you don't have the culture and you can't get people to buy into uh, what you believe, um, you can have all the strategy you want and it doesn't go anywhere. Um, there's loopholes and rules and but the, in a culture where you're, you're going after a, uh, the prize, um, that changes people. And so one thing uh, I believe that the Lord has just brought me to this place um, where he wants me. Um, like I said, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not the smartest man in the world. I didn't get here on my own, and I know that. And I believe that pride be, um, comes before the fall is very big. And so mm -hmm. this is such a huge position. 54,000 people in the city, right. the law enforcement, the right to take people's rights away, those type of things. When you arrest them, it's extremely important to have humility and serve people. Right. And without that, I don't want to be the guy who all of a sudden thinks this is about me and I've done this on my own uh, because I know where that fall can come. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to be humble than it is to try and eat pride later. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach, um, Frank, how many years total did you coach when you were doing baseball and then for your daughters? You know, um, back in 93, I started coaching, and it was nonstop until 2014. That recent? Yeah. So that when your last daughter graduated? Or? Yeah, well, my both. I actually stayed even after my girls graduated oh. and continued to coach at the high school. Um, but when I got um, appointed to chief, my time it just wasn't there anymore, right, and so right. I couldn't devote that much time, and so I had to give coaching up. So uh, this last two years are the first years I haven't really coached. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm doing it in a different way at the police department. Right. You're taking all those skills and you're kind of using it within, down. right? Yeah. yeah. So you have over you know, over 10 years of coaching and then also being coached for many more. What, what is some advice that you would give to any coaches listening right now, or maybe dads that – you know, it, t times may change, but the principles are still the same. The way you present it is, and you've had to adapt now that you're coaching older, a different kind of team now. So, what what is some advice you would give to guys who are listening about how to be a coach that uh, truly makes an impact and and cr creates that culture that you want to create? Yeah, you know, when you're in the thick of it uh, and you're actually coaching and you're desiring for your kid to be the star, you're desiring for your kid to go on to college. I tell you now, looking back, there's so many things I I think didn't matter. Uh, the frustrations, the anger, um, those type of things that just don't matter now. When I look at my kids, both my daughters now, um, their salvation is the only thing that matters to me. Um, it's great that they have a good job. You know, it's great that they went on to college. Those type of things are really neat, and I think that's part of their journey. But when I look back, I just think, man, those things just didn't matter. I would mm -hmm. rather have had um, the relationships with them. And right. that they could look back and go, man, my dad was there for me, wow. as opposed to I hated playing for my dad. He was always on me. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get in the car on the way home and go, you did a good job, but, but. Yeah. <laughs> that's the big one. And I did, and I did it. Um, and I think all dads do it. But if you can catch yourself now and realize that the relationship with your kids yeah. far outweighs, and uh, they're probably not going on to the MLB or NFL. Yeah. Chances are pretty slim. Mm -hmm. You know, if it works out that way, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, again, you can push your kid, drive them. Those are good things. Not everybody gets a trophy, but build relationships with them and have memories. That's awesome. I remember I had one stint as a coach when I was a junior in high school. 
I coached the um, it was the Snake River Valley Summer League baseball team out there in Vail. So I was 14 coaching the 13 year old team. You know, I was the only one who volunteered to do it. And we lost every game but one game that year. We beat Cambridge or Council, one of those small towns, you know. And, but it was like the World Series. And, and I'll, I'll still see guys when I go back there, or even around Boise, and they'll say, Pablo, that was by far the worst season I ever had as far as winning, losing, but the most fun I ever had. Because we, we, it was about relationships. That's right. Just making a brotherhood with these guys. And it was really fun. Well, Frank, we've got a few minutes left here in the program. Um, I'm curious, um, you know, if there's a, a passage of Scripture um, that the Lord's been impressing upon you, maybe it's your life verse, maybe it's something here just lately that God is, it's been the underground, um, you know, a, a, a resounding uh, force in your life um, that has helped you in terms of leading there at Caldwell and, and leading the police department and, uh you know, it's maybe something that out of out of God's word that has really impacted you, you know, in your leadership there and or maybe lately. Yeah, you know, there's probably two areas uh, that impact me the most, and one is uh, you're okay. Uh, God loves you, who you are, and where you are, and um, that there's grace there. Uh, don't shame yourself from where you've been. Um, there's hope. And so there's so many people out there that are hurting and have their own baggage and their mm-hmm. own issues uh, from kids to, to adults. I'm telling you, there's men and women at the police department that are struggling and broken, and it comes from a long line of that. The other thing was um, what I've been reading is uh, James 5, 19 and 20, and it talks about go get them. There's people out there that are lost and that if they need someone to go out and get them. They're not just going to come straggling into church. Not everybody's going to go find that church, but it's our job to go out there and get them. And how do you get them? It's building right. relationships with people. It's talking to them. It's caring about them, uh, letting them know that they're okay and that, hey, everybody is come as you are. You know, yeah. you're broken. I'm broken. Um, yeah. and, and I can appreciate that. Uh, again, I can appreciate the fact that they can see me as a, a broken, messed up person, too. And they can say, hey, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I can go to church too. Uh, I can fit in. Uh, it's not about uh, putting somebody or assuming and putting on a mm-hmm. facade where they think I've got it all together, and right. so therefore I don't fit in. So be real with people, you know. But uh, probably that James five nineteen through 20 right now has been one that I've been uh, on my heart. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. Um, I know you go to church over there uh, uh, with Rick and Rick Snodgrass. Yeah. And he uh, he was my youth pastor when I was uh, eighth and ninth grade a long time ago at the Friends Church in Star, and and just love Rick and uh, and love his family, and we appreciate their support too. They've helped support the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you know. So, well, Frank, thanks so much for being on the show today, and and uh, we. Uh, it's just a blessing to have you on the air and and uh, I'd just like to pray for you and your leadership real quick as we close so Father God we just thank you for Frank Lord we thank you for just where you've placed him in our community God and as police chief chief over there in Caldwell and uh, we ask that you would just continue to bless them and protect them Lord and and we just thank you for uh, just how he adds to the community how you're using him in the community there 
We give all this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pablo, it's been great to have you on uh, hosting again the show here. And Thanks, Ken. And Frank, uh, we appreciate your support and, uh, and and just being here and being on the on the air. And it's been great to hear about what God's doing in your life. Thanks, Ken. Pablo, I appreciate it. Well, folks, if you're more, if you're, you want to get in, in, involved with FCA, or you're, you're interested in getting more information about the, the ministry of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you can get more info at our website at fcaidaho.org. And if you want to get in touch with Pablo and I or Ryan Seals, um, uh, and we also have a new staff in, in Canyon County, uh, Sean Rooney, uh, you can get that information on our website and get in touch with us at fcaidaho.org. And we've got a, a camp coming up, a couple camps this summer, right, Pablo? That's right, June 25th to the 29th, we've got our annual Northwest FCA Summer Camp Sport Camp, um, open from junior high students through high school. It's an amazing experience where the kids are getting trained um, to excel in their skill sets and their sport, but also help them grow in their, in their walk with Christ. And they can get registered right there on the website, right? FCAidaho.org, that's right. There's some videos on there from past camps and some information about the camp and what to expect, so you got a grand grandchild or a son or daughter or uh, and college athletes too an opportunity for them to serve that's right so well frank great to have you on the air pablo thanks ken thanks ken god bless